you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to another edition here of Move the Sticks. I'm Rhett Lewis with our former NFL scouts, lead draft analyst Daniel Jeremiah, our NFL vet Bucky Brooks. And guys, what a great time of year this is here for us. We've just had free agency, still going, by the way. We've got pro day season, a big week on the pro day circuit that we're going to get to. And oh, yeah, trades. But wait. No, no, no. Okay, I just wanted to make sure there wasn't another Pro Bowler traded in the last five there. seconds. You knew, you knew, yeah, you knew it was coming. I had to do it. Uh, but guys, that means uh, that Tyreek Hill was the last Pro Bowler to be traded in a massive deal. Uh, so here we go. One of the biggest trades of any given offseason is just another big one in a offseason full of them. Chiefs unable to come to terms on an extension, so they send the cheetah to the Miami Dolphins for five draft picks, including number 29 overall this year. You get uh, the second and fourth round pick this year and two day three picks next year. Also going to KC, so Miami can acquire the services of the league's fastest man. We are going to attack this. From both angles. We'll get to the Chiefs here in just a second. But DJ, let's start with the Dolphins, who now add more speed to a wide receiver core that already features Jalen Waddell and a head coach now with all the creativity to use it. Yeah, this to me is, is about surrounding your quarterback with players that fit and can help him get to another level. Talking about Tua Tonga Bailoa. When you look at Tyree Kill, you bring him in with Jalen Waddell. You have Mike Isicki, one of the fastest tight ends in the NFL. These are run-after-the-catch dudes. So what does your quarterback do best? Tua's got a quick release. He's accurate underneath an intermediate. You are going to see screens. You're going to see slants. You're going to see shallow crossers. And now he's got players that can do something with the football in their hands. So I think it fits. And then even Tua on deep balls, layup deep balls, that's a strength for his. You'll be able to get that as well. Not as many drive throws on the perimeter. You don't have to with this group they have now. 
Yes, yeah, a fantastic group. And I think what's interesting in looking at this, Tyreek Hill is the original Debo. He's the OG. He's the guy that when Andy Reid found uh, Tyreek Hill, he put him in the back recently. He had let him return kicks. And then he evolved and became the number one receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, now you have an offensive scheme that has some familiarity with Debo Samuel. You put Tyreek Hill and give him those same chores and responsibilities. He should have major success. And now when you put it all together, when you're a defense, when you're defensive coordinators and you're trying to figure out how to slow down the Dolphins, it starts with defending Tyreek Hill because you have to take the deep ball away. That should allow the rest of the playmakers to have tremendous amount of success because they should have a plenty of space to be able to operate. Yeah, and look, I think you, got, you guys both touched on one of the biggest pieces of this, which is surrounding the quarterback with talent here. And that's obviously case in point and priority number one here for the Miami Dolphins with Tua Tungavailoa, but it's also a chance to identify for the future. Like, you're going to know this year whether this is – you throw in Teron Armstead, you know, on the left side to, to further upgrade the offensive line. I mean, all of the moves that have been made are to help Tua Tungavailoa, but also to help the Dolphins identify whether he is truly – once and for all, their future, because, you know, aside from major injuries all over the offensive side of the ball, you're going to know after this year whether it's going to work in Miami with Tua, and that's where we sit. So now, where does this leave the Kansas City Chiefs, guys? Let's look at this from a Chiefs perspective. Here's the good news for KC. They still have one of the greatest offensive brain trusts in all of football and the play-calling duo of Andy Reid and offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. So that is still there. They've got the perennial MVP and quarterback Patrick Mahomes, one of the best tight ends in Travis Kelsey. Just signed Juju Smith-Schuster from the Pittsburgh Steelers. But does this offense have the same shine without Tyree Kill? Does it look the same? And how do they replace this kind of production? Look at the yards from scrimmage. That screams to me the loudest. Nobody has more yards from scrimmage than the newest Miami Dolphin, Tyree Kill, with just under 6,500 yards the last four seasons. So, Bucky, for the Chiefs, what does this offense look like now? without that game-changing speed? Uh, look, I think this offense continues to look the same. You have to understand, Andy Reid uh, was in Green Bay working under Mike Holmgren. I was there as a player, and they always believed that the quarterback and the system would elevate the receiver, and it wasn't the other way around. So they believe as long as they have number 15 playing in this system, the playmakers on the perimeter will have success. And so they look for a homegrown product to be the next man up. When I look at this roster, Miko Hardman is the one that they're preparing for this role to replace Tyreek Hill. They drafted him a couple years ago as a second-round pick. His speed stands out on tape. He's been able to make plays in the kicking game. He just needs an expanded role in the passing game. I believe you will see him get more opportunities with Tyreek Hill out. I'm not saying that he is Tyreek Hill, but he certainly has a skill set that Andy Reid is familiar with building on and building upon, and he will find a way to feature the young guy on the perimeter. Look for Miko Hardman to emerge and become the next star in this offense. Now, see, I, I don't think they can replace Tyreek Hill. To me, I, I just look at it and say he's one of one. Nobody has his combination of speed, strength, and change of direction. You, Miko Hardman is, is, is a speed guy. Uh, he is not the same strength and power that you have with Tyreek Hill, and nobody has that pure top-end speed that Tyreek Hill has. But I think last year they saw so much too high coverage, and I thought it was an adjustment period for the Chiefs. We talked about it each and every week on the show. Now I think they've got a chance with Andy Reid and his creativity to kind of reshape what this offense looks like. I don't know what that is. Is that them you know, going out and trying to find another tight end to pair with Kelsey in with one of these draft picks? Is it trying to get some bigger body guys? I think this is an opportunity for the creativity of Andy Reid to show up because I don't think you're going to be able to place Tyreek Hill with one or two guys. It's not going to happen. Yeah, DJ, you and I were talking about this a little bit yesterday and, and how this offense evolves now because we know that's what Andy Reid is, right? He's an innovator. And while Travis Kelsey has been one of the biggest pieces and, you know, like I mean, you watched it happen right in front of your eyes against yeah. the Chargers. Like, you let – Travis Kelsey beat you. You try not to let Tyree Kill beat you. Like they still might do it. It'll just take a little bit longer. So what? What specifically does the absence of Tyree Kill do for a player who operates with a fair amount of space in, in the middle of the field? And Travis Kelsey. 
Uh, we talked about it on the podcast yesterday, as you mentioned. To me, Tyreek Hill impacts Kelsey more than Kelsey impacts Tyreek Hill. That's going to condense everything down. When Tyreek Hill's on the field, as Bucky loves to say, the safeties are in the parking lot. Okay, You've got to respect that speed. That creates all that space. The other impact I think that it has, I've seen it with my own two eyes, how many times on third and six, third and seven, Patrick Mahomes takes off and goes and gets you eight, nine, ten yards to keep the drive alive. You can do that when everybody is running scared in the back end to create cushion. I don't think they're going to see all that cushion with Tyreek Hill not in the lineup. So it's going to be an adjustment for sure. Here's a question. The departure of Tyreek Hill, while we talk about all the additions to the AFC West as a whole during this free agency and trade frenzy that we've seen recently, Bucky, does the departure of Tyreek Hill change at all the balance of power in the AFC West? Does it bring the Chiefs down closer to the rest of the competition here while the rest of them seemingly have risen up? I mean, look, I think it certainly closes the gap a little bit in the division, but the division has been closed because the, the, the pieces that the other teams have added have made them viable contenders for the division. What the Chargers have done with Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, some of their other moves, the Raiders bringing over Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones, the Broncos adding Russell Wilson. This was going to be a tightly contested division, but make no mistake about it when it comes to the Chiefs and their offense in particular, Andy Reid and these guys are believers that, look, you can get it done with some Bs and B-pluses on the perimeter as long as the quarterback is an A-plus. We'll see that theory tested, but the Kansas City Chiefs have lorded and dominated division for about five years. I would expect to see them continue to be at the top of the division. Here's another crazy piece to this whole thing if you look at the draft compensation. The Chiefs, by getting a first-round pick back in addition to the rest of the hall, now become the seventh team with multiple first-round draft picks in this year's NFL draft, while the Dolphins now become the eighth team to not have a single first-round draft pick. So we're going to be hearing a lot of the same teams on the clock. And if the Chiefs are looking, and again, you can't, as, as DJ and Bucky have both said, Tyreek's one of one. You can't directly replace him with another player. But if you're trying to replace part of that production in the first round there for the Chiefs, if we're thinking five receivers go in the first round and we feel pretty strongly that that's a possibility – are all five gone by number 29 when the Chiefs are on the clock first in the first round? Do they go with a sixth wideout there at 29, or do they have to package something up, maybe to move up a couple of spots and get, let's say, a you know, a Jamison Wilson or maybe or Jameson Williams, or maybe it's a Jahan Dotson as that fifth or sixth guy? I think that's a really intriguing piece of this as well, guys. So we'll keep all that in mind as we are 35 days away from April 28th and the first round of the draft. And let's keep that focus going here, because as I mentioned at the top of the broadcast, it is the thick of pro day season. And we have seen a number of the top quarterbacks in this year's class perform this week, including Kenny Pickett at Pitt, who was, look, as advertised, brisk, efficient workout. Malik Willis at Liberty put on a show featuring all of his best skills. And then Matt Corral at Ole Miss on Wednesday, perhaps the most intriguing because, well, we hadn't seen him since his injury in the Sugar Bowl loss to Baylor in his final game at Ole Miss. So let's start with what we saw most recently, which was Matt Corral. And I think, DJ, I mean, biggest thing was health, right? And th that's what he showed us. Yeah, no, that, that was the most important factor. And that's why I think a lot of people went to this pro day was just to see how is he moving around on that ankle. He looked great. He had no issues whatsoever. We talked about on the broadcast, you couldn't tell which ankle was even bothering him. So that was that was a good thing to see. The release is quick. He's got those quick hands. Everything was real dynamic and explosive. Look, some of the accuracy wasn't great, but you take into account he's been focusing on rehab more so than throwing. So I, I, I give him a pass on that one. I thought it was a good overall day for Matt Corral. Yeah, I felt like he threw about 100 balls uh, in totality in that uh, entirety of that workout there. I mean, definitely put a lot out there. Let's move to Malik Willis here, Bucky. Uh, look, who I think you know kind of showed us you know his passion for the game, showed us how much he enjoyed the opportunity to show off and showcase some of those skills, Buck, that are really tantalizing to NFL teams out there. Yeah, look, he has big-time talent. And the last few quarterbacks that we've seen with outstanding tools and talent, they've been able to be successful at a high level in this league. Uh, the Josh Allens, the Pat Mahomes, the Lamar Jacksons, their skill set might be unique, but their creative offense coordinators have found a way to utilize it. In Malik Willis, you see a lot of those traits. Big-time arm talent. We've seen the athleticism on tape. 
But now you're beginning to add in the intangibles, the qualities that can help the team play at a higher level. We see how his teammates gravitate towards him. So we think about a guy who is a great player, but also has great communication skills and leadership skills. That gives you an opportunity to be one of those premier franchise quarterbacks. I think offensive coordinators and scouts around the workout certainly took notice of that. If you, if you believe in momentum, nobody has generated more momentum for themselves since the season ended than Malik Willis from the Senior Bowl all the way to the Pro Day through the Combine in between. Uh, he's climbing. He just continues to get better as he goes through the process, and he gives you something to dream on. In, in a draft where you kind of wonder about this quarterback class, you can look at Malik Willis and you can dream on what he can become and you can get pretty excited. Look, it's all a projection, right? And that's kind of what's exciting about Malik Willis and his potential in the NFL. Now, on the flip side of that, maybe the least amount of projection needed for a guy like Kenny Pickett, who both of you guys have as your top quarterbacks in this year's class. He kicked off the week here for us on Monday at Pitt. And uh, look, it just it, it felt like he showed us everything we wanted to see for a guy who I think we all consider the most ready to start the earliest out of all of these quarterbacks that are going to go high in this year's draft class. I, I think we all love the accuracy on the run that he was showing, a little bit of that athleticism out there, that mobility to get out and then throw it on the money uh, and, and create outside of the pocket. So, I mean, guys, any reason to believe that he's not the number one quarterback uh, off the board here? Yeah, look, I think he's going well, to be know. the number go one, ahead, the Buck. first quarterback taken. Oh, I, was there. I think he's the one that is going to be the first one taken. When you think about his experience, his expertise running the offense, I think there's comfort in that if you're an offense coordinator. Yeah, to me, I, I still think Malik Willis is very much in this mix here just because of the upside. I think that puts him in the mix to be the first quarterback. Sure. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. 
Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Snag a job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. All right, well, the Colts pull into the body shop and get a new engine, acquiring Matt Ryan and another one of the big quarterback moves we have seen thus far. Get him for a third-round pick, pulling him in from Atlanta where he has spent his entire 14-year career. Rhett Lewis, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks back here with you on Move the Sticks, guys. And as we look at the Colts now, Bucky, how do you like the fit here with Matt Ryan joining this Frank Reich offense? I love it. I think this is the best scenario for the Indianapolis Colts. They've been looking for a quarterback, an elite quarterback, to play the position since Andrew Luck departed. They had some success with Phillip Rivers, but now they get an experienced quarterback who I believe still has some gas in the tank. When you think about Matty Ice and what he brings, consistency, reliability, durability. This is a guy that has 10 4,000-yard seasons on his resume. He has only missed three games in his career. He is a guy that can come and kind of steady the ship when it comes for the Colts. Because remember, when he came into the league, they had Michael Berner Turner on offense for the Falcons, and he was able to get this team into the postseason. I think he falls into a similar situation in the twilight of his career. Solid offensive line, good running back, a defense that has the potential to continue to be an elite defense. Matt Ryan is the right guy for this team because he knows how to get a team to the winner's circle. He's a perfect fit for the Colts right now. Yeah, I like the fit in terms of him with, with Frank Reich in the system. I think that's great. I think the running game with Jonathan Taylor is outstanding. But, man, they've still got some holes to fill uh, here in the offseason, whether it's what's left in free agency or in the draft. You don't have a left tackle right now. That's kind of a big deal. They, they've got to go find a tackle. They need another guard. They lost a guard in free agency as well. So that's an area I think you, you have to address here. They don't have a first-round pick. So – some creativity is going to be needed for Chris Ballard here in the draft. Maybe it's maneuvering around, trying to get a couple of these guys, but they don't have a number one receiver. There's, there's other needs on this roster. It's not as complete as I think sometimes we make it out to be. Yeah, and for the Colts, their first pick of this draft is number 42 overall, the 10th pick of the second round, the pick they got just this offseason by sending Carson Wentz off to the Washington Commanders. So that's where they sit right there. And, you know, kind of thought before this whole offseason started, maybe they could use a corner to pair outside with Kenny Moore, who I think we all respect as a really good player in this league. They sent Rocky Sin off to the Raiders in the unique Ngakwe trade. So maybe there's a corner there at 42 that could be a, a player to step in and make an impact early on. You're looking at Cam Taylor Britt, really interesting one from Nebraska. DJ, I know you're getting high on him, hearing some buzz about him kind of pushing up uh, draft boards around the league. But the, you only had three going in your latest mock draft out on NFL.com right now, which I guess technically could leave guys like Roger McCreary, Kyler Gordon, Andrew Booth, Kyir Elam, and then, of course, Cam Taylor Britt as options there in Indianapolis. Let's flip to another team here in the AFC South, as that is our body shop focus here today, guys, looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Bucky, this is a team that had all the money out there, and they've got more picks than anybody in this year's draft to go out and support Trevor Lawrence. They have done it in free agency. How do they continue to do it here? 
or they continue to do it because I feel like Daniel Jeremiah has been kind of sliding crib notes to the Jaguars' ownership because they followed the three Ps. It was about the play caller, the playmaker, and the pass protection, the play, the pass protectors. You look at all those areas they addressed it. Doug Peterson comes over. He's an upgrade over what they had previously, a Super Bowl winning head coach who understands how to get the quarterback up and going. They then address the playmakers by going to get Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram in the middle. So now Trevor Lawrence looks to the perimeter. He has weapons that he can depend on and rely on to make plays on things that are easy for him. And then the pass protection, bringing Brandon Scherf over from the Washington Commanders and then having Cam Robinson stay on the team on another franchise tag. You now are kind of locked and loaded and ready to go. And they still have a ton of draft capital to expend. So, yeah, the Jaguars are a much better team because they kind of follow the, the theory that we floated here on the podcast. Follow three Ps and it doesn't go wrong. Well, first of all, getting the commanders, uh, hats off to you because I was trying to search my brain for that new name and was not finding it. You so nicely it. done on that one, Buck. Uh, look, to me, when I look at this Jags team, they still need blues. You know, what do you mean by blues? Blue chip players. When you look at teams that win championships, usually you have 10, 11, 12, you know, blue players, top, you know, 12 players at their position. They don't have a lot of those guys. They don't have a lot of holes, but they need some blues. They can do that with their first pick. They'll get a big time player there. I think it'll be Aiden Hutchinson. Then when you get into the top of the second round, how about a guy like Christian Watson uh, to give them a big, tall, rangy, athletic wide receiver out of North Dakota State? Who I think when you talk about what guys can be, what they can grow into, I think he's got a chance to be a blue wide receiver. You saw it at the Senior Bowl, a little more route polish than maybe we anticipated. He was really just kind of a vertical stretch receiver there at North Dakota State. So the, the stock is going up on him, and I think that would be a great fit for the Jags in the second round. But they need more impact dudes on this roster. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. And so if you've taken care of the second round pick there, let's think about the other ways to continue to support Trevor Lawrence. And that's through the run game. Haven't necessarily seen that, although Brandon Scherf will help up front. Haven't necessarily seen that so far this offseason. So maybe there's an opportunity with their two third round picks, 65 and 70. Uh, now, thinking Travis Etienne comes back, their second first-round pick last year, so we'll get our first glimpse of him. How are they going to use him? Is it more in the run game, more in the pass game, a little bit of both? James Robinson, who was kind of their bell cow back uh, two years ago, coming off the torn Achilles tendon. So maybe there's a, a bigger, more powerful running back available for them. Maybe it's third round. Maybe it's fourth round. Is it a guy like Brian Robinson out of Alabama? Maybe later a guy like Hassan Haskins out of Michigan that could really help you know, Trevor Lawrence, turn it around, hand it off, get some of those tough yards, and, you know, continue to move the sticks. As we get you our Elite Eight, and we're kind of on the cusp of that here in college basketball, so it makes sense uh, here this week. But, guys, this week here we're talking about our, our top eight most impactful offseason moves. In other offseasons, that might be a little difficult to come up with eight. Not the case this year. It was difficult narrowing it down because of all the crazy trades we've seen, the big money thrown out to marquee players in the NFL now switching teams. So with 35 days until the actual NFL draft, we've got a mock draft here of sorts with our top eight moves. DJ gets the first pick. I don't know how. Bucky ended up at number two, and I will pick uh, third, and then we're going to rotate. So, DJ, you are on the clock. The most impactful move you get to select uh, here on the Elite Eight. What do you got? Well, this feels like it was like six years ago that this happened, but it, Russell Wilson going to the Denver Broncos, to me, will make the most impact in terms of the, the, the win differential you're going to see from last year to this year with this Denver Broncos team. There is a lot of talent in, on this roster. They just haven't had a, you know, a solid quarterback, much less a special quarterback. Now you bring in one of the best in the business and Russell Wilson, who's going to hit the ground running. Uh, I thought, to me, that was the most impactful move in an offseason where we had some incredible ones. Yeah, there have been a ton of incredible offseason moves. I think Deshaun Watson going to the Cleveland Browns is another one that has a tremendous impact. We can debate all the off-the-field stuff, but on the field, this makes the Cleveland Browns a very formidable foe if he's available. You're talking about a top-five quarterback that has the ability to really raise the performance of those around him. When you put him in this offense with a tough offensive line, two dynamic running backs, playmakers like Amari Cooper and David Njoku on the perimeter. Man, this offense is locked and loaded. And by the way, they also have a pretty good defense with a guy like Miles Garrett on the perimeter. 
Yeah, for sure. You mentioned Amari Cooper, which also was one of the big moves this offseason. But for my choice here, and what we'll consider the third most impactful trade, is one that featured another receiver. Devontae Adams, even with Aaron Rodgers coming back to the Packers, which I'm sure we'll get to here in a moment, uh, Devontae Adams getting traded to the Las Vegas Raiders, wanting to go to the Las Vegas Raiders to play with his former college teammate in Derek Carr, in giving Carr the best receiver he's had in his entire career. And yes, that includes a roster that at one point had Amari Cooper. Devontae Adams vaults, just kind of continues to raise the ante uh, in this high-powered AFC West that have seen so many of these marquee moves. Devontae Adams giving a premier player as a target for Derek Carr, I think makes them very dangerous here in this elite AFC West. What do you got, Deej? Well, just just to tag that, the last time I saw Derek Carr throw the ball to Devontae Adams was in a bowl game. And where did that take place? Las Vegas. So it all comes back together. Full circle, baby. So I'm, I'm going to look and stay at the receiver position. We talked a little bit about it earlier, but Tyreek Hill, I think, is an incredibly impactful move. It's not just an impactful move for the team he's going to, the Miami Dolphins. It's not just an impactful move for the team he's leaving in the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's an impactful move for that whole division. When you think about the moves, as we've talked about them, that the Raiders have made, that the Broncos have made, that the Chargers have made, and then you see Tyreek Hill exit the division, I know there was a sigh of relief from those three organizations. I think that was an incredibly impactful move with maybe more tentacles than the rest that we've discussed yeah. so far. I mean, that is a, a terrific move. It's been huge. But I think the biggest move has been Tom Brady in the brief retirement. Tom Brady saying he's coming back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because not only do you get Tom Brady back, you get a chance to bring the gang back together. You get to put the band back together. Guys that were about to leave as free agents, they heard that TB12 is coming back. They begin to stay. And we have seen this is a team that is, look, at the front of the list in the NFC when it talks about being able to contend. Look, they were but two minutes away from maybe pulling off a tremendous upset of being able to knock off the Super Bowl champs, the Rams, and go back-to-back. So this is a team with Tom Brady that is always in the mix. So, yes, he has to be in the mix because Tom Brady decided after a month and a half, yeah, I'm done with this retirement thing. I want to go back and play with the boys. And, yeah, bringing everybody back together, Fournette, Godwin, the whole crew, I assume Gronk at some point, right, uh, is going to come back. All right, so uh, with the – Sixth pick in our most impactful offseason move draft, I am going to select, well, I'm going to actually group two moves. Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson both joining the L.A. Chargers. Remember the Khalil Mack trade that happened? Again, that's another one that feels like forever ago. J.C. Jackson getting the big money deal to leave New England and join the L.A. Chargers. I mean, clearly, L.A. felt like they had to go big on defense to deal with Top five caliber quarterbacks up and down this division that they see twice a year. And now with Russell Wilson joining the division, you got to get after him. So you pair Khalil Mack with Joey Bosa. You reunite Khalil Mack with Brandon Staley, the head coach. And then you bring J.C. Jackson in to cover some of this marquee talent. This was before they knew that the Raiders were getting Devontae Adams. So even more um, you know, intuitive here for the Chargers to go out and make those big moves on defense to try to solidify them and give Justin Herbert a chance to go out and win some games, guys. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch that uh, that Chargers team next year, no <laughs> doubt. You think about freeing up Derwin James to do whatever he wants on the back end. That's going to be fun to see. Uh, I'm going to go – look, we, we probably should have this one up higher. Aaron Rodgers going back to the Green Bay Packers. I know he lost his wide receiver in Devontae Adams, but – this is a we got a glimpse of what football looked like for the Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers in that game against Kansas City. So I think we have pretty good evidence that this is pretty impactful uh, to get him back and look like you got him back for a couple of years here to try and make one last run with him at the helm. Coming off back-to-back MVPs as good as it gets in the NFL, and he stays put. So this is a big move uh, for the Packers. Uh, DJ, that happened so long ago. I felt like last season, not this season. I mean, there have been so many more moves that have happened since Aaron Rodgers decided to go back. But, yes, it's a huge move. And so anytime a passer resigns or, or goes to a team, is big. But pass rushers are second in value. And so how about Von Miller going to the Buffalo Bills? The Buffalo Bills need someone that can help them get over the hump. And that means toppling the Kansas City Chiefs or whoever may be at the top of the mountain in the AFC when they have to knock them off in the championship game. 
Von Miller's the guy. We saw Von Miller really turn it on for the L.A. Rams at the end of the season and throughout the playoff run. I think he can do the same for the Buffalo Bills. So what they can do is it's colder there, so he should be nice and preserved, fresh and ready to go at the end of the year. If he is able to give them anything close to what he gave the Rams at the end of the year, that's more than enough to help Josh Allen and the crew get over the hump. Look, where Von Miller goes, Super Bowls follow. Let's see if that's the case there in Buffalo in 2022, guys. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
So here we go. DJ's latest mock out right now on NFL.com. And after a year in which we saw quarterbacks go one, two, three, we now get edge rushers go one, two, three. Aiden Hutchinson, Trayvon Walker from Georgia, just ahead of Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon going to the Houston Texans at number three. Let's focus in on all three of those guys here. Rhett Lewis, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks, back here with you on Move the Sticks. Let's start with Aiden Hutchinson. And uh, DJ, does it feel like the Jags are just hitting it right down the fairway at TPC on this one? That's what it looks like to me, Rhett. And this is a high floor but also a high ceiling pick. I, I think he's the best player in the draft. And we can go to the video. I can show you what gets me so fired up about Aiden Hutchinson. The production is there. You can just look at the numbers. You can see that. How about the power? Get your hands inside, be able to walk the tackle right back to the quarterback before pulling him and finishing with a sack. He's outstanding with his hands. Again, another example of him working the hands. A lot of chips, a lot of doubles. He's able to navigate around that, find his way to the quarterback. We talk about edge rushers that have a GPS. He does. He's able to locate the quarterback through everything. How about holding the point of attack, being stout against the run? Not an issue. Shoot the hands out. You can't move him off the line of scrimmage. And then he shows you the range and effort to make plays laterally. So this is a complete player. He can dominate against the run. He can dominate against the pass. He can win with speed. He can win with power. He's got excellent hands. So to me, don't overthink this, Jacksonville. Like Rhett said, uh, just pull it out. Pull out your – don't even take out your driver. Just park that thing right in the middle of the fairway. You're going to be fine. Yeah, you're right. He has a lot of things that are very attractive. Tools, talent, technique, and tenacity. He has all those things. When you're trying to get a guy to bring on board as the number one overall pick, you want to make sure that this guy is going to be a consistent problem for the opponent. When I look at Aiden Hutchinson on tape, that is what he delivers. That is why I believe he should be a Jacksonville Jaguar. Hey, Bucky just uh, Bucky just raised it up there a little bit. I mean, I thought I was hitting it with the uh, with nice. Pickett's pro day, Pitt Panthers, Pittsburgh, and uh, Bucky right. just absolutely <laughs> nailed all the T's there. So, uh, all right, let's move on to number two with the Detroit Lions, who again have two first round draft picks. Using the first one here on an edge rusher, not Kayvon Thibodeau, but Trayvon Walker out of Georgia, who again is a guy we're just hearing more and more buzz about. DJ, why is that buzz leading him all the way up to number two? Well, you can move him anywhere along the line of scrimmage. He's got versatility. He's explosive. He's athletic. And then you just talk about what you have to work with in terms of the height, weight, speed. You have 35-inch arms. So the length that he possesses, he was never really allowed to kind of line up purely on the edge and just consistently rush the quarterback. So you had to project that out a little bit. Well, you see him work out and go through everything. You're like, yeah, no, he can do it. Uh, he can absolutely do it. So that's what's got teams excited. This is a rare player. Yeah, he's rare. And this is why at number two, we're talking about him because it's projection over production. But when you talk to defensive line coaches around the league, this is the guy that they all talk about being excited about having the opportunity to work with the things that you see on tape, the flashes, freak athlete, the bend and burst, the ability to change directions. DJ talked about the long arms. They are saying if you're able to just work with him and give him a couple of tools to add to his toolbox, you're talking about a perennial Pro Bowl player that dominates from inside or out. And again, was one of those Georgia Bulldogs that absolutely put on a show at the scouting combine in Indianapolis. Let's move to the third overall pick in DJ's mock draft. And again, it's an edge rusher. And the Houston Texans trying to find an impact player here, Bucky, by selecting Oregon's Kayvon Thibodeau. What would they be getting? You know, it's interesting because he has become a very polarizing prospect. Uh, part of that is because he has been kind of held and talked about since he stepped onto the scene and burst onto the scene at Oregon. You talk about a very talented player off the edge. Five-star playmaker, guy with tremendous first-step quickness and snap count anticipation. The issue that people have, he's a flasher, meaning you don't see the consistency that you expect to see with someone who is as talented as he is. But when he's on and going, he does make disruptive plays. He just leaves you wanting more, which is why people are kind of on the fence in terms of, do I take him as the first one or is he the second or third one in this class? Yeah, the best thing about him, Buck, is he can win early. That's a compliment. He can win early with speed or power. The, the problem that some teams have is that if he doesn't win early, it, it's kind of over. You don't see it with him refusing to be blocked, that second effort, that second move. That's some of the frustration with Kayvon Thibodeau. But man, the ability, it is all there in his body. 
And a brand new DJ Top 50 prospects coming out here shortly with some developments at the top of the edge rusher market. Stay tuned for that. Back to the body shop we go here on this Thursday edition of Move the Sticks. And we're talking Tennessee Titans playoff team a year ago, but an early exit at the hand of the Cincinnati Bengals. Bucky, let's try to get the Titans over the hump here. They made the trade for Robert Woods, sent Julio Jones packing. So you got Woods and A.J. Brown, got King Henry in the backfield. What else we got to do here? Well, look, I, I like this team, and I like the way they are constructed. I think they discovered something that could eventually be their superpower. Uh, when King Henry was out, they were able to use – other running backs. And then when King Henry comes back, it gives them kind of more power, a deeper rotation. So you lose Deontay Foreman. I think you go and get another running back that can take some of the load and some of the responsibility off King Henry. And then, man, what's better than one heavy-handed, hard-running playmaker? Two of them. So now you have two. You don't have to wear Derrick Henry out, but you get a fresh version of that big bully running the ball between the tackles, I think that makes them more dangerous in the postseason. Yeah, I look at that offensive line as a place that they can address. Really need a tackle or a guard because Dylan Radens, who they took last year in the second round, does have some position flex, so they could take the best available person there to get their best five guys on the field. So that's an area I think they could look in this draft. But we, we talk about teams all the time that do they have an identity, do they not have an identity. This team is about their defensive front, which dominated in, the, in a playoff game like I've never seen. I don't know how they lost that game to Cincinnati Bengals. They've got that going for him, and then King Henry. So that is their identity. Yeah, and if he's healthy, you know, I think it's it's back to business as usual for Tennessee. I think we see a better Ryan Tannehill uh, as well. Had a stretch there in the regular season where I don't think we saw the best uh, of RT. I think he would agree to it uh, as well. Got a little bit better towards the very end of the season. But if you bring Robert Woods in and, and you know, maybe get a little bit more of those uh, explosive plays back into this offense – kind of piggybacking off what Derrick Henry does. So pair him up with A.J. Brown, give A.J. a little bit more room to work, and maybe there's another guy, whether it's whether it's in the backfield or another wide out, to just kind of provide a little bit more of that spark kind of player uh, that, that might be there for them here, maybe on day two, day three. Uh, could be really interesting and another nice piece to kind of add to the collection of offensive talent there for the Tennessee Titans. Okay, guys, let's move on to the final team in the AFC South here. On today's edition of the Body Shop, it is the Houston Texans, who now own three, or rather two picks in the first round, number three overall and number 13 overall. Guys, I, I think a big part of the body shop here is trying to figure out if the Texans are, in fact, going to ride with Davis Mills. So, DJ, What's your evaluation of where the Texans still have work left to do for this team? Well, first of all, Davis Mills would be the first quarterback selected in this draft class, in my opinion. So they're, they're in good shape there. I think that was a, a wise pick last year. And when I look at him this year, we talked so much about what they'll do with that top five pick. How about the one they just acquired from the Browns, pick 13? Uh, Trent McDuffie, to me, would be a great fit with this team. Somebody who's got some of the best tape of anybody in this entire draft class. I know he's got 29 and change inch arms. I know people want to knock him on that. It is not an issue when you watch him on tape. This guy can find play the football as well as anybody. He's quick. He's explosive. He's tough. He'd be a great fit in Houston. Yeah, he would be a great fit in Houston. And I think about Houston, I think about Lovey Smith coming over. And if Lovey Smith is given an opportunity to really influence and impact how this team is built, it has to be on the defense side of the ball. And we're talking about pass rushes off the edge, length at linebacker to make them throw over bigger and wider zones by those defenders that are kind of occupying space at the second level, and then a playmaking cornerback. If this team is going to be built in his image, I think they have to put more of their assets and resources to building up this defense so they can play the kind of defense that Levy Smith wants to play. Right, and look, this is a team that is not a player away really at any position from you know really competing you know for a championship here or even a division title at this point but they've got an opportunity to make you know a lot of a lot of different moves that can continue to improve and and work in the image that Nick Casario is trying to shape so I'm wondering if we're talking about three and 13 and you guys have laid out some ideas there as we get into the second round and some of the day two picks here for Houston you know, is there a wide receiver out there that they can pair up with, you know, Nico Collins, who was, you know, a productive draft pick for them last year, Brevin Jordan, the tight end who made some plays towards the end of the year, and Brandon Cooks, you know, still there as well. Maybe a guy like Sky Moore, DJ, I know you're pretty high on on uh, Sky Moore, even at five foot nine. Yeah, two wise, he's my guy. There you go. <laughs> 
There it is. Uh, plenty of other <laughs> wideouts that are going to be there. Even if five or six end up in the first round, could be available for the Texans at the top of two or even into three uh, that are going to be guys that can really improve uh, the offensive skill set there in Houston. We love this part of it, right? An opportunity to identify some players maybe outside of the first two days of the draft that could really impact a team. How about a little in-the-sticks action here, Bucky? Is there a guy that fits the bill for you? Yeah, I'm going to go to our former colleague, Deion Sanders, down at Jackson State. There's a kid, James Houston, from Jackson State, who is interesting because he's a sag master. And when I watch him, he's a bit of a tweener. 6'1", 6'2", 235, 240 pounds. They play him all over the place. Had double-digit sacks coming off the edge. And when he shows up in all-star games, he's an immediate impact player. Reminds me a little bit of the way Robert Mathis was able to explode on the scene when he entered the league years and years ago. I, I like that one. I'm going to go to Fayetteville State and go with the big corner, Joshua Williams, who is tall, long, and explosive. Did not run as fast as everybody thought. Ran in the low four fives. He plays much faster than that. He's a good football player. Yeah, I'll give you one more, maybe a little bonus here. Uh, we like we like players from Lenore Ryan these days, right? Uh, remember uh, Kyle Duggar <laughs> a couple years ago? How about Dariq Young from Lenore Ryan as we all are looking for the next Debo Samuel? It's a guy who actually played wingback in college, so in a wing tee. Uh, we can have some fun with it. Thanks for being with us here on Move the Sticks. We're back with you next week, everybody. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.